Welcome to The Best Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Bradley H. Werrell, and we're here to explore options and potentials to help us grow as individuals and as a community with one another in these difficult times and challenging times. We're exploring all manner of potentials related to the human experience, physical, psychological, medical, spiritual. It's a wonderful opportunity that we now experience in this critical phase of our human evolution. And I welcome you to join us in our podcast, become more aware and identify with people who are helpful and supportive of you in your efforts as a human being on this planet and elsewhere too. We're going to be meeting people who are doing things that are widely variant from what is so-called normal within our society. In the creative space, within the social space, our common purpose, seeking to generate positive potentials to improve the lives of everyone in our sphere of influence and to expand that sphere of influence so that we may positively influence others that are not yet engaged directly with us. That's the goal here. We will learn more about each other as we go. I wish you the very best. Thank you very much for tuning in. Another episode of the Best Medicine Podcast with our dear guest, Allie Covington. Yeah. How are you today, Allie? I'm doing great. Thank you. So How right. are you? I can't complain too much. It's just one of these days and it's like every day is like a different day and enjoy it as it comes to us, right? Exactly. So I read your story about what you have done. It's quite interesting. Thank you. I'm pretty excited about it. Pretty excited about where we're going with it. Well, tell me, tell me for the audience, just kind of give us a recap of how you ended up where you are. Ooh. So I worked my way through my uh, my bachelor's and my master's degree as a personal trainer and group exercise instructor. I was pre-med at UCI because I thought I wanted to deliver babies for a living. I always have a passion for kids. And so when I decided not to go that route, I, um, I got into law school, but didn't go because a children's rights attorneys don't make any money. So, <laughs> so I continued with my passion for fitness and, um, it, while I was in my bachelor's, I, crea I created the very first group exercise weight training class for Bally Total Fitness, which then got bought out by, I think, um, LA Fitness or somebody like that. One of the big guys bought them out, but they kept my class. And so fast forward to 2012. So this is like 1996 or seven, 2012, I go to join 24 hour fitness and there's my class. I thought that's pretty cool. Of course, I was a broke college student that could, you know, put $5 of gas in her car at a time. So the idea of spending hundreds of dollars on a trademark was not reasonable, even though I was told by my boss, you should trademark this. So, but what it did is it gave me a lot of confidence that, that what I was doing and the things, the, the innovations that I had were, were things that people wanted, not just cute ideas. So in 2009, I started writing a personal training algorithm. Hmm. And then of course, because of my experience in personal training, I realized, well, people have injuries. So what are we going to do with the injuries? So then we've got to write, you know, physical therapy in there for, for interventions for those ailments. And so now it just turned, then it turned into this whole big software thing. And, um, yeah. And then I had, so at the, at the time and, and right now I still do, but I'll tell you where we're going with it in a minute. I have, I had a static meal plan and macro tracker that I had devised my own calculations from, you know, decades of experience with clients and seeing what worked and what didn't and all the hands down across the board, the fitness calculations, that they say, this is how many calories you're supposed to have in a day was always too many, huh. always too many for men and women. <laughs> And so whenever we deviated from that, they did get lean. But when we went with those calculations, they just struggled to lose any kind of body fat. And so I just went with my gut and that macro tracker and meal plan made its way into, because one of my clients knew, he has a his big entrepreneur network. He went to Lance Armstrong's trainer's doctor 
and showed it to him and, and he went, oh, this is awesome. And I was like, thank you. So I had, I had done a lot of independent research. So I, I read books by thyroid doctors, by oncologists, by neurologists. Um, I have a master's in counseling psychology as well. Oh. And, um, and so I know, I understand the psychological impact of food and, and how we think about it and, and the excuses that we make and the way we use it to satisfy our grief and so on. But I wanted to know the new, I wanted to know the intricacies of how it impacts our, you know, our endocrinology and how it impacts our neurology and, and the, you know, what, what do certain foods do to our brain and micronutrients and macronutrients. And, and so I did a lot of research like that. And my meal plan kind of came up with the best practices from all of those doctors across the board, because they had so many similarities. There were a few that had additional nuances that others didn't have like the thyroid doctor didn't understand the inflammation on the white matter of the brain that the neurologist understood but i'm just kind of a big old nerd when it comes to science and stuff like that so you're like a you're like a, a science aggregator <laughs> a lot yes and, wait and then then repackage mold it into some package of palatable form that the regular people can use yep yep that's pretty, pretty cool much. man i like that a lot thank you it, but it's, it's interesting because it's like a scalable version of being a doctor. You know what I mean? And it's like, that's the intention. I'm tipping my hat because that's, that's way better than being a doctor. I agree. No, <laughs> I agree. I'm really glad that I didn't go that route. It's too, it's incredibly limiting. And I'm really glad that I didn't go the route of private practice in psychology because that would be just as limiting. That's the governing bodies are, are not favorable to scaling those types of things because they want you, they, they want to convince everyone that, that you have to be in that one-on-one -on -one position. And while my clients are still talking with me one-on-one -on -one about those nuances, they don't need me to stand there and deliver their workout to them anymore. They can do it. I've done it via video. It absolutely ends up, it ended up being smarter than me because of the physical therapy part of it. And now what I love about it too, I was explaining to a client that the trainer is almost their own worst enemy in so many ways with a client because they're taking their feedback from their client's experience and then they're changing the plan on the fly. My software won't change the plan on the fly. It makes you finish it and fig and see how you did, you know, <laughs> finish this, let's see where you are. And then the plan moves forward, but their feedback into my software changes the plan based on science, based on math, not based on gut feeling. Very interesting. It's like, um, it's, it's like, I have so many questions to ask about that because it is, mm -hmm. like, it's like, uh, it's a fascinating um, function that you have there. So the, 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 Basically, my impression is, and correct me if I'm wrong, of course, is that you're, 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 you have the person do the work through the software, and then they input their output. They input to the computer that what they were able to perform, and the computer alters the, the, the next output. Yeah. They're fascinating. That's quite Thank interesting. You know, like, like, how long have you been working on that part with the programming part? I started, I started writing everything in 2009 <laughs> and uh, Wait, did you write it. I wrote it. You, so I didn't write the code. Okay. I, I didn't write the code because I know enough. I wrote, I wrote enough code in college from through classes to know I don't enjoy that. <laughs> I don't enjoy sitting in front of a computer. In fact, just writing all the programming that needed to be coded in was just painful enough for me to, and then ha to have to write it twice was like, ugh. Right. No, it's like coding is like a whole special kind of writing too. It's very irritatingly got to be perfectly right. Right. If you put in a semicolon instead of a colon or vice versa, the whole thing doesn't work. Right? <laughs> the whole thing breaks. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Oh, yes. It has to be very precise. And it's like, hmm. okay, so that's 2009. And you started working with people on it when? You know, it took forever to build because the technology for delivery wasn't there. I mean, picture 2009 is when Facebook started, started getting adopted, right? So, and I'm over there trying to deliver videos via, you know, let's use YouTube. It was like, oh, okay, YouTube. YouTube was just, was just brand new to the scene back then. So, um, because what I wanted to do wasn't technologically available, it really took a long time to get to this place. But the I didn't open it up to the public for use really until 
last April. So less than a year ago. And what a year. year. I know. Well, you know, what's great about it is I, I I love COVID for this because it. (laughs) You're awesome. COVID did two things for my business. It demonstrated the need that we have for our health. Like you've got to have health or you are at a, at a really high risk of all kinds of things. And people just didn't take their health that seriously before. Right. Right. They were like, ah, you know, it'll be fine. Well, now you know why I was standing up there with my, you know, shaking my fist going, no, you need to listen to me now. (laughs) And um, so COVID, so COVID demonstrated that and it demonstrated the ability that we can train remotely that we don't because my industry has been mired in the old way of doing things, as is a whole lot of industries, right? They're reluctant to change because it means a lot of people, you know, lose money and don't have any place to go. And, um, and so nobody wanted to admit that, that distance training could work. But then again, maybe they didn't realize that it did. And so it, it took even until... It's interesting because there's like, there's a technical component to it. Because I was doing software stuff about the same time. And it was like, uh, we were doing video um, education stuff for um, osteopathic education, medical, physical manipulation education. And it's like, and it's like uh, waiting for the technology to catch up with you with, to the video has to catch up to have the capacity to deliver the thing. And it's like, okay. And that happened in the. You do you know. do you remember buffering on YouTube? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> around for a while. Right, you're sitting there drumming your fingers. It slows down a workout a lot when you've got to sit around <laughs> waiting for the video to buffer. So I mean, like we needed the hardware to catch up to where we needed them to be, and so that's what took so long, really. That's right, and that's like it's but it's interesting because it's like in the meantime you develop your ideas of how how things should work, and it's like then you're you're you see the thing come to fruition. It's like you can't really um to anticipate the change because the speed of change is fast can be like in five years where where is it going to be right it's going to be yeah. a different place and it's like okay oh, for sure no i'm working on it right now <laughs> i'm working on it right now in fact one of my clients one of the first ones in april turned out to be a programmer that's and yes and so we're building we currently have a testing site with the macro tracker in an app so that people can use it that way. They're not getting their workouts there yet, but um, we're going to eventually integrate the nutrition on top of the workout so that people no longer have to go to multiple places to get everything done. And then I can see and comment and eventually we'll pull telemetry from wearables and calculate all of that in there together so that somebody could literally say, can I have an extra beer at dinner tonight? And based on (laughs) how hard they worked out, what they ate that day already, it'll tell them yes or no, or yes, but you're going to have to do this tomorrow because you didn't do it today. And and we have a whole bunch of very cool other features that we're adding to it, but that's at a minimum of where we're going. I like it. You know, I I met some people on on this channel that are uh, doing like artificial intelligence stuff. You know what I mean? Like wacky, wacky doodle, like, oh yeah. And it's like, how do you make it? How do you make the artificial intelligence incorporate such information as, as you're already providing to create a, a like a sort of seamless tool so I don't have to ask so much? Right. Kind of anticipates and goes, okay, here's how you're here's what's gonna happen. You're all you're fine. That's where we're headed with it. Yeah. Fascinating. Utterly fascinating. And it's like, wow. Um yeah, it's like the the issue is 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 putting the rubber on the road and making it go in the moment, and then investing enough to to develop it for future potentials. Yes, it's challenging, isn't it? Bootstrapping a, a company as a whole set of skills that you learn like you're drinking from a fire hose every day. That's it. That's it's it. Fun. It's okay. It's okay, and it's, I don't mind it. Um, it's it's tricky. It's tricky. It it's like okay, like I I went to um pediatrician i went to a pediatrician i was taking my kid there before i went to medical school okay and mm-hmm. I, said, I told him i'm going to go to medical school and he told me the cryptic words there's lots of ways to make money and i didn't understand it until 10 years later i'm like oh i bit the apple too soon maybe i don't know <laughs> it goes right it's how yeah. it goes and you're, you kind of wrap into whatever however wherever you land you kind of go with that and roll it into the snowball that you're going to make the you know yeah. snowman out of it that's right 
And it's like, so counseling, that's interesting too. That's quite, the psychology thing is interesting. Yeah, and you'd be, you'd be really surprised at how your diet impacts your mental health. I think so. And it's like, I studied that, um, I, I started, I did the ketogenic thing, you know, and it's like, it's fascinating, the gut, gut biome, right? Yep. I don't know where that goes, because that's total weird land. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, I know a little bit about where it goes because I did a lot of research on it and I had a number of conversations with a microbiologist that's developed a medical grade probiotic. And um, it's fascinating just, but if you, the, the bad bacteria yeah. sends off, um, you know, sends off signals to the brain that signal, I'm hungry for sugar. I want sugar because that's what it feeds off of. And that's what gives it more strength. Right. To overpower the good bacteria. That's exactly what I learned. It's like the keto thing, because the keto being in the ketogenic state, you're you're not hungry. And, it's, and you know, you get I, I I came to the conclusion it is that the 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 sugar consuming bacteria put out a stink and you you interpret it as I'm hungry. And That's then you right. throw some sugar at them and they shut up and you're like, see, I'm not hungry now. Right. And it's like the 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 fascinating function of it. I, see, I do CrossFit. I started doing CrossFit in about when you started doing your thing. I started in March. Okay. So I'm studying CrossFit. I got a 71 year old coach who's crazy strong. Okay. Huh. It's like there you go. Sorry, you're hearing my oh, son in the background. You're doing great. The um the the 71 year old coach to tell me crazy things that don't make any sense. Which I'm like this. If if what I was saying in my head made more sense than listening to the coach, I wouldn't need him. Right. But, but he's saying the wrong thing in my ear that was like just jarringly strange. It's like this. So we're you're doing the thing. You're in a highly anaerobic state. You're hypoxic and um, your heart's going too fast. And he's like, look, you're not going to get comfortable. You're not going to catch your breath. You're, you're, you're going to fatigue and your heart's going too fast. And, and just keep learn how to accept that state and perform more in it. Exactly. And then he says, ignore the signals coming from your body. I'm like, what? Yep. What? Tune out the burn. I'm like this. So I'm like, so I'm like, okay, I'll just pretend he's right. And it, and it's it blow. It, I, I determined that he what he was saying was not quite correct. So I corrected him a little bit later. It was maybe you know month later, months later. And uh -huh. it goes like this. The difference is this: it's not so much ignore the signals coming from your body, but ignore your interpretation of the signals. Right. Which is like the, the body saying it hurts. It. it no, just I gotta stop. I got to stop right now because, ah, uh, I know, right? Yeah. So I just, I just burned through it now. I'm like, okay, that's just, it's, it's, it's different. And it's, but it's, it's, it's interestingly liberatingly in a functional way. Mm -hmm. I, I have a back problem that I'm working on for 33 years. And in the last nine months, I've, I've done way more than all the rest of the time I tried to fix my back. Really? Without help. Oh yeah. Just, just doing the CrossFit. And it's like, you know, because it's all the opposite of what I was telling myself as I was trying to fix my back without any help. And mm -hmm. it's like you're making it up as you go along with this functional medicine, right? Yeah. And, and it's like, um, I knew I didn't know what I was doing. I avoided judiciously doing what I'm doing now because I'm afraid I'm going to train myself to be wrong. <laughs> Does that make sense? Because I yeah. yeah. Well, you're human, right? But you I, can know I, I made myself coachable, which is like, that's a big step for me. I'm a kind of independent hardhead knucklehead or something like that. You're in good company. There are a lot like that. <laughs> so it's like this. So it's like, just listen to the coach and, 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 and act like he knows or she knows what they're talking about. Cause it's like, that's how it goes. Cause right. a person like you, I, you know, it's like, I have no clue what you know, because it's like you, you dealt with a lot of people on this very specific topic and go, okay, this is how it plays out. Mm -hmm. with nuance right mm -hmm. and that's that's fascinating I, I like that the clinical psychology part of it too a lot it made me a better trainer while I was going through my master's program I was working full-time and um, I I was already the number one trainer in the club but it just made me that much better to have that psychology background as I was developing it yeah clients really got a lot more out of it and I did too it was far more fulfilling for me so that I could speak to what was really going on. Right, yeah. right. The, so the, the, the interesting function of that clinical psychology is it's, a, and I, you know, it's medicine is like psychological mostly. And it is, 
is hugely psychological. Otherwise, we wouldn't be measuring everything against a placebo. How about that, right? Well, and that's what homeopathic medicine is. Oh, I don't know. There's arguments on that. <laughs> right. yeah, but homeopathic medicine is basically just like the essence of whatever it is that you're trying to get across and your body is going, it's, it's almost like quantum physics in a way. Oh, yeah. But you're like introducing it energetically almost. And it's like, okay, and it works. Yeah. La, woo. yeah. Like, well, what's it? Nothing. There's nothing in there. And if that's the most powerful one that has nothing or half of nothing or a thousandth of nothing is really... Okay kick-ass powerful and then like okay yeah okay you know like so homeopathic my uncle was a homeopathic he was a psychiatrist a lot of he, he told me this when i was i was traveling through town i was in i was in first year medical school and um studying biochemistry and i'm driving through and i stopped and visited him and he stopped and he told me this thing that just just jarred me to no end he said brad everything is hypnosis and i'm like <clears throat> Biochemistry is somehow hypnosis, and I don't understand what he's talking about, man. <laughs> but well, when you when you think about the atoms, right? What's in what's in the space of the atoms? No. Energy. Yeah, just energy, right? It's energy, and energy is moving and flowing, and you can direct that energy, and so those atoms can move or not move based on the thoughts that you're thinking and the process and the energy that you're sending there. So, I've yeah. I've got a, we could get into a whole lot on, on all of that too. Energetics, man. It's like quite interesting. I studied mm -hmm. massage therapy before I did uh, medicine. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, that's fascinating, man. It's like the, the, um, the most interesting function of it goes like this. So I have, I had a patient, she's, she's anxious and depressed. Right. And mm -hmm. it's like, she had a very, every good reason to be anxious because she got T-boned in an intersection when she was driving. Sure. Okay. Okay. So she gets this vibration in her diaphragm she interprets it as uh, that's my anxiety but mm -hmm. she created a positive feedback cycle for her, her mind where she goes it's my anxiety and it's getting worse and it's depressing me and i don't feel like doing anything and she positively reinforced all of those elements yeah and i'm like see i would refer you to a psychiatrist but i'm afraid of that they might cause you to believe that you actually have a problem they probably would Oh yeah. And I'm like, I, that's the last thing. And they give her a medication for oh, it. Yeah. And I'm like this, look, there's nothing wrong with you. Okay. Right. And it's like, if I, you had a trauma, you're okay. Let I, it go. So I told her this, I told her this is fascinating because I'm like, I studied the Jungian psychology for about a year with some people in England. And I'm like, just kept getting on the vibe, you know, what the wavelength is that you guys are operating on. And it's like, okay, the, the signal is coming in and you're registering it. It's coming in as your diaphragm right? Mm -hmm. It's vibrating and it's just a signal coming in. And it's like, oh. when you receive the signal and accept the signal, it can stop. Mm -hmm. right? But if you reject the signal, it has to turn up the amplitude until you understand. Mm -hmm. right? And I said, as soon as you accept it, it will go away. So it's like, well, what's the signal? I said, the signal was, I was in a car accident and it wasn't my fault. Mm -hmm. That's where you're at. And it's like, so it's like, Right. Interesting function to talk to her though, but because I'm, I'm definitely afraid of sending her to another person because I'm like, they will give you a diagnosis because they have to, or they don't get paid. Right. The victim mentality. Well, yes, that's right. Because they have to, they have to have a C code for it. There's a, um, there's a modality called EMDR yes. that, that helps sever that emotional tie to that memory. But, um, but energy and depression, I mean, anxiety and depression are two ends of the same spectrum. It's just either low energy or too too much energy. She just needs to bring herself energetically back to the middle. And if she meditated and got at the, in the beginning of every morning, got herself balanced energetically, she would have less and less of that one way oh, or the other. Like a bipolar you know? Yeah, I would, I would have her meditate meditate for three to six months and see if that starts to subside itself and that everything else starts to work a little bit better in her life. Excellent work. So you, this is a, what we call a curbside consultation. Yeah, there you go. Doing great work. Cause you, you just fixed me. I like you helped me to figure out that. Cause I never made that attachment of the association of the anxiety and depression as, as a continuum with extremes and a, and a, and a polar, uh, like, like the interesting though, it is the center has failed. Energy. Right, too much energy or too little energy, and to be honest, I just made that connection. I think Monday or Tuesday, so like 
yesterday or right. I don't know. It just, you know, I leave my mind open and this stuff comes to me and I go, yep, that's right. Of course that's right. Makes total sense. We're, it's just whatever, you know, words we have to try to assign to it, but it's just energy. So it's either I've got too much or I've got too little. Either way, we want to get back into the middle. That's right. And we can do that. Exercise will help her a lot too relieve that extra energy. So somebody who's got too much energy, they need hard, intense cardio, blow off that steam, right? Weightlifting doesn't do it to the same degree as just running their heart rate up and getting that cardio, uh, just letting that energy. It's like taking the lid off the pot, let it go. But it it also helps the person who's depressed get their energy up. So if you think about it, that intense cardio, if you're anxious, you need to, you know, let that go to come back to the middle. If you're depressed, you need to bring your energy up and it's going to do the same thing. So it's the right answer for both, but I would also stay away from sugar and processed carbs. That sounds like a, a general prescription to me. That one is like, how hard is that to figure out? Right. It is, it is, but it like, it feeds into, I mean, it changes our brain chemistry because the sugar attaches to the same receptors as, as um, opiates. So we're just, you know, we're, we're retra- we're training ourselves every time we eat sugar, that this makes me feel good. This makes me feel good. I get a dopamine rush. And no. every time you, that's a positive reinforcement for continuing to do the same thing over and over again, even though we don't like the results. We say that. We say, we say, <laughs> say we don't like the results and we keep well, We don't like the side effects. <laughs> that's right. The, side effects, <laughs> the right. side effects of diabetes and comorbidities and, you know, all that stuff. But. Well, it was what listening to some guys that it's all about vitamin d right mm-hmm. like vitamin d and it's like um fructose fruit high fructose corn syrup is just the bad thing of all time yeah i've, I've seen that too just wicked yeah. like wow how about that mm-hmm. what do you spend your time doing when you're you're doing all this research you just what do you do i'm mom okay so what so- does that mean <laughs> how does that work i don't i got no clue about that I I have a two and a half year old that I have full custody of and a 13, almost 14 year old and an almost 10 year old that I have, you know, 50% custody of. So I spend a lot of time momming. That's good. (laughs) And when they're working, I'm working. Uh, Or when I don't have my older two, I'm working. And And you just, you just follow your interest and like, look at uh, like a, I don't know what, what, like a NIH or what do you do? So you mean like, how do I figure out what am I learning next? Yeah. How do you do what you do? So I'm hugely curious about things. That is a gift and and it's underrated. It's, it's really kind of fun too, because about five years ago or so, I was like, what is this epigenetic stuff? Because when I was researching gut stuff, then I found that I, that there are probiotics that will epigenetically turn off the fat storage gene and turn on the fat burning gene because of the amino acids that are byproducts of the bacteria eating fiber and of of this particular bacteria eating fiber. And so I went epigenetics, huh? drumming my fingers. Well, let me find out a little bit more about that. How does that work? So I buy a book about that. And then I buy a book about micronutrients and how that impacts the brain. And then I go, I just go down the rabbit hole and then wherever the rabbit hole takes me. And then I end up on this book about mental illness. And then this one over here on quantum physics. And <laughs> I, how about that? It's but, but what's amazing. Cause I sort of did that thing. And I was like, I, cause I got, I was in private practice and it was just Man, it was like, it's it's like systematically oppressed. Private practice in medicine in the United States at the present time. It's like, it's absolutely um, oppression. And it's like, so we're trying to make this thing float. And I'm like, okay, so we're t- doing penance essentially. Cause it's just, okay. So I'm doing, I'm working, um, doing the telemedicine thing for about four or five years now. This is my fifth year doing it. Good. And it's like um, doing that. Cause it's like, okay, you see somebody and then you might wait 20 minutes. Right. So in the 20 minutes, what are you going to do? Well, I don't, well, you know, you do some squats and then you after they let you stand up, you do some squats and then you you go back to reading or doing research on the net or whatever you're doing. And um, I let myself study things that I was curious about, but I was they're like forbidden topics. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's conspiracy theories and stuff like that. I'm like, OK, I'm just going to I don't I don't care anymore. I'm done because I, I I'm, nobody's watching me. Nobody's looking over my shoulder and I just. To follow, follow my interests, right? And allow myself to, uh, the freedom 
to be curious enough to follow the rabbits. Right. And, um, and it, 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 ta it takes some doing because you, we kind of build ourselves into, it's, we talk about energetics, right? Mm -hmm. You build yourself into an energetic, like, cubby hole. Mm -hmm. You know, like those games where the, you have the ball floating around and it falls into the little ditch. And yeah. it's like, yeah, that's your little energetic. And it's like, it takes energy to move it out of there. Mm -hmm. And that's the that's the issue. So once you let those dissolve a little bit, then you can then you're then you're roaming again, and you can follow the rabbit and do the thing. Yeah. And that's how I ended up. Because yeah, that's how I started on the CrossFit. I was telling I was telling the story to a new patient. He told me he was the CrossFit coach, right? And I told him I you know it took me a year to uh, it took me I don't know a long time to learn how to do squat properly, because nobody was training me, and I wasn't I wasn't smart enough to look it up. A deadlift is, is pretty tough, even though they're both natural movements. Right. But not usually with weight. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But it's like, so, I, so then, so, but, so he's my new patient, right? And his wife's in there and I told him the story and he goes, do a squat for me. And I'm wearing my white coat and I'm like, I'll do a squat. But that was a weird, you know, it was a weird request, right? Like <laughs> I'm doing a performance a squat for you nice people. And I'm like, right. Both of you, I don't know. He's <laughs> assessing you. That's it. And I'm like, it's okay. I, I did a pretty good job, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, so that was so so that's the, the the issue is this is just allow yourself to uh, be curious, right? And that's hard. That's hard because it's like there's social stigma, like the stuff I study. I can't. My father's a history professor. Mm -hmm. I can't talk to him about it because he won't hear the conversation. Oh, yeah. I'm very familiar with that father. Mine was a chemistry teacher, and his okay. and his attitude was better living through chemistry, the chemistry that doctors will prescribe pills for you to take. And I am a anti-pill as much as possible. Your body is capable of healing itself. It doesn't, you just need to get out of its way. Stop that's doing right. the thing that you're doing that's making it sick. <clears throat> How about that? And it'll fix itself. Right? It's smart. It's really smart. Smarter than we are. And I tell, I was on the phone with a client yesterday. I said, your body is smarter than you. If, you, if you're under your calories for the day or under your macros for the day, don't sweat it. If you're not getting enough protein for the day, don't sweat it. If you're not hungry, you don't need to go eat more. Right. Let your body tell you what it needs. But on conversely, on another day, if you're just ravenous for more protein, eat it. Your body's telling you it needs it. Right. It's definitely smarter than we are. Mm -hmm. My sister told me a story that was kind of funny. So my sister's a um, she's a coach, like a life coach kind of person. Mm -hmm. And she was telling me the story. She there's a somebody did an experiment, okay, and I don't know who it was. I would give you the citation, but it's not properly cited. Okay, so I apologize okay. for that. It was like this. They did a survival training uh, exercise. Okay. So they took kids from little kids, right? Like six years old. Okay. May, I don't know how they did this study. And it may have been a retrospective look at people who in survival situations, little kids to trained um, army rangers, Navy SEAL kind of people. Okay? okay. Yeah. And the little kids are the best at surviving in a wilderness situation. Really? And it goes like this. Here's why. You ready? When the kid is tired, they rest. When the kid is thirsty, they drink. And when the kid is cold, they get shelter. The adults are like this. The adults are like, if I just push myself a little bit over the hill and then I'll, you know, it's like, no, wrong answer. Body knows what to do. Yep. And it's like the kid is, is not crazy enough to believe the, the nonsense stories that you're telling yourself in the back of their head because they had to develop know better than your own body. Yeah. They because, don't even think of it. Because education makes us so smart. We get egotistical about it. I know. Isn't that funny? I don't know. I like it. It's awful. It's like that. I don't want to. I, it's so it's charged. Okay. The moment is so charged. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. The educational system is, 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 is questionable at the very best. Okay. No, I'm not going to argue with you about that. I, I'm curious though, what was your back problem? Oh, I have a spondylolisthesis L5. That sounds like fun. So I was, I was supposed to go to the Air Force Academy and then it's like this, I was doing, I did their physicals and pass. I had the paper in my hand to go when I was 18. And then I was running indoor track on a bank track in the winter time. And it just ripped me up. Like, oh, I was in just incredible pain. I couldn't get out of bed one day. Really? It's like this, I lived in the attic. I couldn't scream for help. I didn't have, I couldn't do it. I couldn't, yeah, I, had to, I had to make myself get out of bed. And it's like, oh my, awful. And it's like, so I had to independently doctors found and found it. That was before they had CT. They had this thing called a tomogram. Okay. And it's like doing x-rays and it's, it's doing this. It's moving around to take the picture. And they discovered that the, the, the L5 is um, 
there's a vertebral body, and mm-hmm. then there's the part on the back that that is the spinous processes. Mm-hmm. That looks like a T, right? The T part of the T bone. Yeah. yeah. And it, they're not attached on L5. So that thing's like this, okay? So it's like the thing is sliding forward a little bit and it's pinching the nerves. Okay. So the, the, one of the, I remember to... when I was in third grade, I was walking to school and I, I get saddled numbness. I, I didn't, I, I knew it. And I didn't, I just feel like that's weird. And I just keep going to school because a kid doesn't know any better. And I never told anybody because it's like, what would you tell? It's just a thing, you know, it's not a, Noteworthy. Not only that, you wouldn't, I mean, it's not happening at the moment. So do, it doesn't occur to you, hey, by the way, let me tell you what just happened on the way home from school. Right. right. So it sounds like you would have to work the muscles in order to stabilize that and reduce your pain. Yes. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, um, I have to work the muscles. No, it's the interesting function is it, it is, and I, I, I attribute the, the CrossFit's good because they're very keen on the form. Mm-hmm. I make the form perfect. Yes. Okay. So if the form is perfect, it's okay to work the muscles. Yes. It every has other to, way, it every has other to. way doesn't work. Correct. You will just mess yourself up and injure yourself worse. And yes. that's why I avoided lifting. And I it didn't even, you know, yeah. I, I kind of didn't have any money. And when I was young and I was like, well, um, I didn't ever think of it, you know, and now being a physician I, and I, all I have is a, a lot of money and very little time. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm very good at, uh, good at having a failing business is a wonderful exp- incentive to figure out how to get money. And okay. I'm like, now I don't have a failing business and I'm, I work hard and I, and I'm like, I have a little bit of time and I'm like, I'm going to pay the coach. Of course I'm going to pay the coach. Cause that, that's for you. You know what I mean? Well, cause it's like, whoosh, now you, you just spoke to exactly why I created what I created because oh, it's expensive. Oh, yeah. oh expensive yeah. Get somebody to spend an hour with you to, to walk, to run you through your workouts and make sure you're doing everything properly. And I get it. Trainers got to eat too. They've got rent oh, to pay yeah. and so on. But there's so many people that need help that need guidance that can't afford to spend 600 to a thousand dollars a month because they they're not even saving money as it is that's why i built what i built because i i thought if i can't if i can scale it i can scale me so that people can get access to me to ask questions but they don't need me spending my time with them then we then everybody's happy then i have some leverage they have me at their disposal whenever they want and yet and we're all and they're paying less cost for that right not train trainers do I train trainers? I haven't, not yet, but that could be on the horizon. I think that would be really good. No, I think well, that's, a, that's the way to do it. Cause it's like, there's, there's ultimately, there's a limit on the scale that you can achieve with the, what that model that you're telling me. If, if we're, if we're con, if I, unless I build the technology to answer more of those questions and have sure, AI sure. do more of that. Then- you're an interesting character. I gotta say that I'm very impressed. I'm tipping my hat some more cause I don't just do that by the way. Okay. I'm oh, very well, impressed. I appreciate that. It's, it's, yes. it's like a, it is. And it's like, so I, I was wondering. That's what my plan is. Eventually I need to go there and, and train trainers to be able to do what I can do. And, and because the, the PT programs don't have all this, they don't have the psychology, they don't have nutrition. They don't have all this other stuff that I've learned outside of that. Well, so it, it goes to this, the, the professional, you know, the um, licensing bodies, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, they're hideous. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. that's as nice as I can say it. Okay. That's, this is a G rated show, right? Right. And it's like, yeah, with you. I just, I was, when I was in massage therapy, they were doing, they were just now getting wiring that profession up. And I was like, Oh, you guys are turning me off, man. It's just awful. Just yeah. can't stand it. But in any case, the, 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 cause I'm like on the same, the, the people that I was working with are the, um, the Jungian psychology people in England. Uh-huh. They're there. They were, they were building a scaling program to, to build the uh, training of, of counselors. And I was like, it's an interesting model, but it's, you know, it's okay. But they, they're trying to integrate it into the, um, like, uh, the healthcare model with, the, you know, the insurance oh. agencies, the, 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 the professional papers. And they're just trying to diagnose. You know, they're, they're trying to help people. And it's like, and it's like, it's hard to say, they're just getting running, educating okay. people. So they were, they were having a teaching program that I was participating in. And um, it's, it's it's interesting because it's like well that I think that you're you're the mix that you bring to the table is is perfect, and it's like okay what does that mean? You got so much work to do. Look, look around you. This place is a mess. Yeah, 
it is. And go I ahead. Spend the rest of my life doing this. That's and perfect. Make a dent, but I would like to make a dent. I'd love to have millions of people that are that we're helping, and if that means I have a hundred thousand trainers that are also, you know, on staff helping make that happen, then I can see that being the case, and that would be really, really fun. Yeah, I guess I tell the patients that like when I'm working because I, I I got hired by the hospital because I couldn't be make it as an independent guy, right? You sell we sold them the practice and we we sold out, and it's like because the hospital gets paid. They, listen to this craziness. They get paid three and a half times but we got paid to do the same job. If I, if I do the same job, they'll pay them three and a half times what they will pay me. That's just wrong. Is that because the overheads, they figure, well, your office is just your office and they have a huge hospital, so they need more money. Like what was the logic behind that? So I think I can- wait, wait, you're, you're presuming it was a rational decision. That's interesting. <laughs> it's like, they obviously don't care about money. And right. they obviously maybe, don't want me to have it. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was try. It was to run you guys out so that the hospitals run everything. I think I, I, I look at it as a um, is you're too independent. Yeah. So they're put you underneath the corporate umbrella. Now you're subject to policy at a closer level. You're in a, you're, the leash is a little bit tighter, right? I see that? Yeah. So they're, it's they're get you one way or the other. Utterly fascinating, and because it's unbelievable. Look, you're you're doing private practice, doing you're doing your thing, and it's like. But when you're dealing with these insurance companies and government, they're all, they act in the same fashion, which is they have other motives that are not like straight, like dealing with a person. Right. And so it's like, it's, it's unfathomable. Like the, the premise that they would, they don't care about money and we'll pay three and a half times to somebody that's not you is like, what? It's well, so un unbelievable. That's because they have nothing but unlimited resources from our tax dollars. So they don't care about spending too much money on any one thing. No, because it's really not their money, money is, anyway. Money is not <laughs> it's our money. money that they're spending on it. Yeah, I, I, I studied it like this. I was look out the window. I look out the window, and I'm like, we see all this misery out there. You know what I mean? It's just abject misery. Your people are not happy. Nobody has any money, and it's just everybody's not, you know, starting to develop a frown, a constant frown. And I'm like, I thought, I thought about it. You know, you, you look at the system, and I, I, I used to think the the old thinking was. They take all the money because they need the money. I'm like, yeah, they don't need the money. They want you not to have the money so that when they sprinkle it out in front of you, you run. Right. And and so then if they have all of your money, then you need them. That's right. That's right. They're, they're the ones sprinkling it out there. And now you jump through the hoops and dig the holes and do whatever it is that you want done. That's right. That's like psychological, right? Yep. But so, so the interesting thing to me doing the CrossFit was like this is like... Um, CrossFit thing was interesting in the light of the Jungian psychotherapy. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you how it worked that I was interested by because I, I find it to be fascinating because it's like, okay, you're, you're the, and I'm not a very, I'm not an excellent exercise person. I'm just beginning. Okay. So it goes like this. It's like, okay, you start working out and then you're, you're getting into this phase where you start to, you, you're, 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 this is a bizarre physiological state. My heart is too fast. And my oxygen is too low and I'm getting tired and I've got a lot more work to do. And there's a, there's a timer or something on the play. Right. And it's yeah. like, but you start to panic. You can panic. Right. Which yeah. is your breathing gets disturbed and you're like, cause you're not handling it well. Right. Yeah. As you're, as you're going, getting to this state and it's like, okay, what happens is you can't think properly. You're, you're like, even just counting is chore be that's like almost too much and um you're demanding that you're going to do some more whatever the thing is right mm -hmm. what happens is as you demand more so the ego demands more from the body the body recruits more potent latent potential that has been neglected right mm -hmm. and then once it's been attached to the ego by demand mm -hmm then it's more likely to be accessed later because mm -hmm. it remembers the, 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 the connection between the ego and the body is increased, right? In the, okay. like the ego attached function, right? Mm -hmm. Well, it took me a long time to figure out that even to be able to articulate it was took a year at least. I, I can see that. <laughs> I, my, my instinct first went to adrenaline. There's your, there's the, the pathway by which your latent potential comes to fruition. Right, right. And it's like uh, cocaine probably works too, I imagine, but I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's you push like, it hard enough and adrenaline will kick in. That's right. So it's like, the, but the, the, the function, it's not, it, it, 
It is the, the nervous system, the body recruits from latent potential in the body, mm -hmm. that which was neglected. I think that's a fair word for neurologic disuse, right? Like it's right. a neglect, a neglect syndrome is I just don't use it. I don't pay attention to it. I just ignore it. Right, 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 right. There's the, the, other, the other thing that's interesting to me is, 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 is um, the body is a um, uh, like tensegrity structure, right? Okay. And it's like this. So it's all tension patterns mm -hmm. laid on the skeleton as a, as a, as a compression element. Uh-huh. Okay. So it's like this way. We, now I was remember talking about the shape you're in and it's like, what does that mean exactly? Right. It's a strange thing. And it's like, well, so doing my thing and I'm like, I'm doing these adjustments. It's like, it's, it feels like minor spinal uh, or spinal or just general skeletal arrangements have different because the tension patterns among the various, you know, 208 muscles or I don't think there's like 700 muscles or something in the human body, yeah. depending on how you parse it out. Right. 208 bones, I believe. <laughs> yeah. 200. Yeah. Something like that. It's like, so, so it is like, um, adjusting the tension patterns on those parts makes a huge difference and you feel different mm -hmm. and you have to accept that feeling which is like okay that's not how i feel when i'm that's abnormal feeling right change the shape you're in and it, it could be a centimeter movement oh, that's huge yeah. that's huge that means the difference between like full muscle contraction and not or enough physical tension on a joint that could start to eventually cause an issue on your spine or not cause an issue on your spine. Like, yeah, I get it. That's, it's utterly fascinating. And it's like, well, what the trick to me was like, one of the things I was interested in when I studied massage therapy, I was, I, I was like, this is like, so we're learning all the anatomy and I'm, my brain's doing all whatever it wiggles around and does stuff when I'm studying that. And it's like, I became aware of the, the tension patterns and their emotional attachments when I was in massage school. Because I would have these people come in. So you, that we had this little student um, like clinic. So we have people come in and they're, they're kind of, they, they're like a Coke can with some dents in it, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like this. So, so the massage therapy job is to smooth it out and make it back into its original form again and then cut it loose. And I, I saw these people go out and then they would come back with the exact same pattern. Right. Like repeatedly, I'm like, whoa, what? This is bizarre. Because it's like, what are they? They obviously are doing something outside, and then I fix them, and then they keep doing the same thing over and over again. It's like very, right. what is it? It's um, it's it's not. It's like restorative work instead of like transformative work, right? Yeah. I'm not interested in it. I'm not interested. I'm interested in transformational work. Is because I teach you how to fish. I'm not interested in fishing for you because you don't pay me enough for fish. Flash therapy isn't the way to go. Well, it was like this. It's like I'm interested in. Um, I became interested then. It's like you look at the tension pattern and then associate it with the the emotional pattern. Mm -hmm. Like, so how can we look at that body and understand the emotionality associated with it to help heal it and make it stop doing it, whatever it is, the thing that makes it dented up and it's like it starts complaining about whatever the problem is. And I don't know. Like, it's kind of it's like this. Um, I was talking to a lady, she was depressed. She was on telemedicine, right? And so she's in a car and she's talking to me and she's depressed. And I'm like, I pretty much, I said something to her, made her laugh. Cause it was, this, um, what's his name? Shoot, Bob Newhart, okay? Just stop it, okay? Right, like that you know, <laughs> you know what I'm, You know what I'm talking about? Cause yeah. I pretty much told her that and she laughed and she's like, cause I'm like, that's pretty much it right there. It's pretty right. But it's like, how do you do that? That's easy to say and hard to do, right? I can understand that. I, in my experience, just saying, just stop doing something is paying attention to the thing that you don't want, that, that you don't want. So as long as you're saying, I'm going to stop thinking this way, or I'm going to stop doing this thing, then you're putting energy into that system that is what you don't want. So you're better off saying, okay, instead of stopping being depressed, I'm going right. to Start focusing on the things that bring me joy, the That's things right. that make me happy. Focus my attention over here and I'll get more of that. If I focus my attention over there, I'll get more of that. That's so right. No, negative won't work. work. Negative Starting won't. this does. That's right. Negative won't work. Only positive works. Yeah. So it's like, I, that's what I was talking to my sister about habits and formation of habits. And it's like, you can't, you can't like say smoking, right? You can't just stop smoking. 
Because then there's a hole that's shaped like a cigarette in your life that right between your fingers that's missing. And it's like, okay, it's going to find its way back there. It's like you're attracting it by eliminating it. Right. right? And so it's like you have to like displace it. I call it like a habitual displacement or something like that. Yeah. You, you just do something that is better. Replace it with something else like cardio, weight right. training. Right. Uh, Krav Maga. I don't care. There you go. No. So what, what's the name of your system? Oh, Fod. Uh, Fod by Ali Covington. Okay. Very good. And, and you know, that's you can find that's it at fodcompany.com. Fodcompany.com. Is that correct? Yep. B O D. B O D. There you go. Fodcompany.com. How about that? Yeah. Well, very good. I like, uh, I don't know. I appreciate that. And I appreciate you coming to visit with me. I appreciate you inviting me to come visit with you. I want to chat with you some more because you, you're, you're fascinating. What we can, we have work to do because I think we can work together. I think so too. Because it's like how you know, um, you're you're right on the money. So it's like, that, that's 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 a that's a that's as good of a start as there is. And you're doing the right things and you're for the right reasons. It's like okay, that's the people I want to work with. Thank right? you. Me too. I and it's like okay, that. but with so much work to do, right? Yeah. Well, very yeah. good. The, the great thing about COVID is it really, it shined a spotlight on the things that we always knew were important, but everybody else took for granted. And now they got a really big slice of, you need to take care of your health. It's imperative okay. that you take care of your health. And, um, and so I'm, I'm grateful for it, for doing that for us. In addition to getting rid of influenza, right? Right. <laughs> I mean, in 2013, I did a talk called How Your Health Impacts Your Wealth. Because, and so I quantified the amount of money that an individual will spend if it gets those typical comorbidities oh, that yeah. people are looking at right now with COVID. And, and so whether it's ADHD or I added ADHD in there because I thought people needed to see that the impact of food on their brain, but, um, high blood pressure, heart disease, diabetes, obesity, um, osteoporosis, all the things that are preventable through great diet and exercise. And I was making a tremendous case for this is what's making you broke. You need to, you need to capture, you know, take control of your health and you can, and you'll be able to save money and have the life you want to have. And I'm telling you, like people were like, yeah, that was a great talk. Some people made some changes. A lot of people didn't. And I thought, okay, so if I can't appeal to your greed, what's it going to take? Apparently it's going to take COVID because right now I get a, over 150 inquiries a day of people wow. who are looking for remote training. Wow. All across the nation. Wow. It's really fun. I mean, it's really great time to have to have Impressive. it up and running. And all the other trainers are working from Zoom. So they're still trading their time for money. They're still making appointments the old-fashioned way. 24-hour fitness, LA Fit, they're all still doing that same, they're still using the same business model. They just brought it onto a Zoom platform. And I'm like, I need you guys to think a little bit differently. Think. Right. at a right angle instead of you know just trying to go forward only slightly off to the side right and they're not there yet they're right. not there but the bigger i get the more they'll pay attention and the more we can help people so all right what's the url again bodcompany.com i have to write it down see i'm not i'm my working memory is a little bit shoddy hmm. there we go i know right your thing your processing is like wait, 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 my, like and I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to use it. It's right there. Hmm. On there. <laughs> Is that a regular basis? Should we work on those memory? <laughs> memory All right. Probably it's just overdue and overuse of, of nonsense. I do too much nonsense. No, that's okay. At least you have some time for it. That's right. Not, no, I think the hardest thing is making time. And it's like committing to time is tough, man. It's like, wow, okay. That's is what, it? I treat it like an appointment. I treat everything like an appointment. That's so good. I wouldn't be late to an appointment. I wouldn't be late to a class. That's right. I'm not late to any of my other things. Not late to my workout. Not late to That's right. my kids' breakfast. Everything right. goes off just the way it's supposed to. Right? Perfect. Yeah, but it's not hard. It's just a it's just a habit. That's right. And it is changing the habits, is energetic change. It's like, okay, it's scary because you don't quite know what you're getting into, you know, before as as you plan it, right? Maybe. I mean. Yeah, but I mean, you know what you're wanting out of it. So I think that we tell ourselves, 
it's hard. I think we tell ourselves it's going to be difficult. It's going to, oh no, what am I going to do when I figure out that it's difficult? And then you get in there and you go, this wasn't hard at all. It's like my teenager. I said, we're, you're doing a sugar detox. I watched how much sugar you plowed into your face. Oh, in December. Right. Sugar detox starting January one, because I had him January one. And um, two, two days into it, I thought she'd be just on me for sugar. She goes, eh, it's easy. I thought it was going to be hard, but it was all in my head, mom. I went, oh, <laughs> yay, I have done it. I can die peacefully now. She's got it, right? It's all in our heads. Whatever we think is going to be difficult, it is. That's we right. Think depression is going to make, we think the only way out of depression is to take a pill. Oh, well, no. I guess for you, that's, that's going to be the truth, right? If you think it's going to be, if you think you can't work out to save your back, then I guess that's going to be the truth until somebody says, no, it doesn't have to be that way. Here, let me show you something different. So that's where I think a coach is really, really helpful. Somebody that can say, here, let me just help you bridge that gap and get over, the, get over here. Right. And then you can run, right? You don't have to stay in CrossFit in order for your back to not hurt. Right. That's right. You don't, because you've got the fundamentals of your form. You could go anywhere. You could do it at home. You could do anything. You know what your form needs to be, whether you're holding dumbbells or holding a bar on your back. Who knows? Now, I don't know that I would necessarily put a bar on your back, but I'd have you do squats a different way and still target the same muscles and still get the same out of it without loading your spine. But that's just me because I tend to be more on the cautious side of I don't I do no harm. That's right. <laughs> type of trainer. No, it is a fascinating thing because um, I have a friend who's an exercise physiology. He's a PhD in it, and mm -hmm. he he's a personal trainer. He trains like genarians, octogenarians, and you know some oh. people. And it's like, okay, the trick is okay. How 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 much pushy are you going to be and 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 stress them out? Right. And, and 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 what benefit are you getting versus what? And so there's the, the risk reward. Hard for the right. coach because how you you don't want to hurt somebody. Right. There's a risk reward benefit. And so when I chose the exercises to put into my database for all my programming, I kicked out everything that was too high risk for, you know, any reasonable person who's not training for a sport. You don't need to do it. There's no reason to do a particular exercise like burpees. You won't find burpees in my program because the risk of stroke or aneurysm is too high for what you're getting out of it. It just doesn't make any sense. But I do have a low impact version that doesn't change your altitude. Right. It's not going to drastically change the blood pressure in your brain that are just pop-ups. You get the same benefit from the burpee without the risk. Why wouldn't I do that all day long? So you're right. Your your friend is right. Yeah, yeah it is. It, it, so I'm sure he is. I mean, like I said, I don't mess with the physiologist too much. I'm just kind of like, okay, like let them, they know how to train people. And it's like, okay, that's an interesting study. And I, I wouldn't even begin to go there because it's like, I, I know, I don't know. And you don't want to learn me to learn on you, right? No, it's a lot of experience. It's a lot of experience of making, having made some mistakes, having watched other people make bigger ones. Oh, right. And, um, yeah, I had a client that had had a stroke during a session, excuse me, not a stroke, an aneurysm right. during a session with her trainer. Oh so pretty afraid to train again. I can understand that. Yeah, you have a little PTSD from that. If you ended up in the hospital and had to go through all of the recovery of that, yeah, I might be a little bit leery of some trainers too. Wow. Yeah. But some, they tend to push a little, they tend to push way too hard, harder than a, a client's body. And they tend to do it because they're trying to help you get your money's worth. Because if your body was really only prepared for about a 30 minute session yeah. and you paid for an hour, you'd be pissed if you didn't get your hour. <laughs> no doubt. And you'd be pissed if we spent half of it on the treadmill with me talking to you, right? Be like, where was my workout? So that's one of the big downfalls of being in brand, of being a new person starting out and hiring a trainer. It's great that you hired a trainer. The bad part is that you didn't know that your body wasn't ready for an hour long session and, right. and they can't sure. refund it to you because that's oh. not what the gym does. And so you end up overpaying in the beginning and underpaying later on. So I've tried to smooth that curve out for people. That's good to notice that though, but that's, that's the um, entrepreneurial part of you. That's like paying attention to cost benefits and, and how, how the, it's engineering the uh, business, right? Mm -hmm. Like how, cause it is, it is, there's, there's uh, 
What are the problems? Pay for, everything gets paid for, and it's like just about where the benefits going to come and how the, how the payment evens out over the demand and the, the, the service. Yeah, and when I explain that to clients, they're like, thank you so much for doing this. I was like, ah, no problem. <laughs> no problem now. That's right. If you'd asked me, you know, eight, 10 years ago, it was just banging my head up against a wall to right. find anybody that could build what I wanted to build. But yeah, it's been good. Good it's work. Thank you. I appreciate like it. Like I say, I look forward to chatting with you again. And um, I'll let you get on with your, your daily activities. I'm sure you have <laughs> something planned. Well, I have a I have a little one who's been trying to get my attention for most of our conversation, and he he would really like me to go play with him. There you go. Get out of here, and I, I look okay. forward to uh, chatting with you later. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. A pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you too. Bye now. I hope you enjoyed this episode of a, the Best Medicine Podcast with Bradley H. Werrell, D.O. Don't forget to hit like and subscribe below, either over there or over there. Also, if you're interested in a medical consultation with myself, there's also information below.